What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. If you want to be successful, look inside. We don't like sitting in the discomfort. Then all of a sudden that day came when I got 20 bucks and two free drinks to do a show, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go, baby. You know? <laughs> Thank God she hasn't caught a chicken yet. Don't be soft. That patience is key. If all my friends are winning, then it's going to make me want to win more. Ooh, what is up, guys? Today, we are very excited because I have one of my favorite peak performance coaches in here with us live. She is also an author, a host of Transparent with Tina. And she's been featured on Market Watch, AP News, Fox News, ABC News, and Yahoo Finance. Please help us welcome the one and only Tina Marks. How's it going? I'm great. So great to be here with you guys. Yeah, no, we really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate excited. you taking your time. Yeah, I love it. So how are you? I'm been? ready. How are you been? I've, how are you been lately? I've, you know what? I I've been really good. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I, I made a move from the desert. You know, I was living in in Palm Desert. I'm, I'm keeping my house there. But I moved to Newport Beach, and I'm over. I'm on a cliff, and I'm not looking at the ocean, but I'm I'm looking at a, a reserve, a, a natural preserve. So it's really cool, totally different than the desert. But it's been like, man, I didn't realize how much I was capable of because I've been hit just like one thing after the other. And and you know the beauty of it is, you know, before I used to cave, and now it's just like I'm embracing it, and um, just. It's just amazing when you set your mind to something and just go for it, what you can achieve. Yeah, it's really interesting when you start to, you know, uncover how resilient, you know, we are as human beings, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally, right? Just the things that we can really endure and overcome, you know, and, and the type of person that you become on the other side of that, you know, it always intrigues me when when I hear from you know people like you who already are you know doing so much great stuff in in their life and for other people and then they come in and they're like man you know I kind of went through some shit and mm -hmm. you know and and I've, I even realized some things about myself I didn't know um it's so it's always tremendous when when we get to hear that how has that shift been for you you know going from the desert to you know a completely different type of environment well, you know, I lived here, I'm trying to think, it was probably t 20 years ago. And that's a really good question that you asked that because, you know, I never thought I would come back here because, and this is really a, a kind of a great takeaway for people too, because, you know, you have an experience in life and let's say it wasn't a great experience because I had moved down here. I moved away. I moved back. I was very searching at that point in my life. And my experiences were not horrible, but they weren't great. You know, I found like one best friend, didn't find like, I found, I thought people were very clicky. And so my whole perception at that time was kind of skewed. So I'm like, well, I wouldn't go back. Why would I go back there? And, you know, then my brother moved down here. And so I started spending more time and I, I became more open to it. It was long overdue. I, you know, was staying, I, the desert was a long overdue. I was waiting for my son to graduate high school. And um, so, you know, I, this was, I was thinking about this probably for the last two years. And honestly, two years ago when I was here and looking at the townhouses, not the exact same one, but the, the ones that I was looking at, I'm actually living in now. And I remember two years ago, I was thinking, if only I could, you know, have this and keep my place in the desert. It was just a dream at that point, right? You know, the power of your subconscious mind and making up your mind to do it. And then, so that was like a dream two years ago. Then last summer, you know, if any of you have been to Palm Desert or Palm Springs in the summertime, it's like 
I was going to say wicked and I never even say that word <laughs> in my head. It's wicked. And so last summer I was going to take like a place for the summer and, you know, I was a little bit, you know, it's really expensive and the places were furnished and they weren't furnished well. So I said, no. And then this year, something happened to me this year, turning 58 years old that I just went now or never like say yes and figure it out later. Love that. And, you know, so I just got on it and every, when you do that and you declare that and you set that intention, it's amazing that everything just like opens up. The universe just opens up to you when you say, I want this and I want it badly. Not wishing, not hoping, not begging, totally different than saying this is mine. Yeah, and- so that's what happened. Found the place, I mean, after two days and it was basically sight unseen because the market's just as bad for renting as, as it is for, for buying, you know, all the right furniture came to me at, at all the right price. So here I am and I'm loving it. And it's like, I have this place and I have my place in the desert. And let me just add one more thing. Whenever I, I always, I've been writing that my affirmations, I want two plus homes. Cause I never want to like confine myself to just two. Right. And, but I never in my wildest dreams thought that I could do this on my own. I always thought, well, I'm going to need a boyfriend or a partner financially or just emotionally or the the whole structure of moving and getting this together. And, you know, so that, I think that's what blew my mind the most that I actually did this, you know, on my own completely. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. And well, you look amazing by the way. Oh, a hundred percent. No I way. I couldn't believe it. There's no way. There's no way you're 58. Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh, you didn't know Anthony. I'd never, no, I, I, you, I didn't, no you never said it. So I was like, and congratulations to your son on graduating yeah. high school. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Huge it's amazing. Step. So that's a whole new whole new thing for him, I, I, you know, to get him situated here. So, but it's great. It's yeah. Great. And you know, that, that story really resonated with me because, you know, obviously we were talking before the podcast and, you know, I, I moved to Puerto Rico about a month ago and since 2010, it had always been a dream of mine, like, you know, move to Puerto Rico. Like I love the Island. I love the feel there, the environment, the people are so nice. Obviously it's a very beautiful Island to live on. And I just, I never thought it was going to be possible. Right. And then I find like, Right at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, living in my uh, small apartment in, on South Beach, I was like, okay, I had enough of this. Like, if, if I'm going to do this, now is the time I'm going to do it, right? My business is starting to kind of shift in the direction where I'm going to have a little more uh, availability to be able to handle some of the things that, you know, a big move like that, you know, obviously, you know, um, requires. And uh, once I set that intention, you know, a lot of these worries, same that you were having, where am I going to live? What's this, some of the stuff that's going to, you know, that I need to get a new car. I need this to happen. And it all, once I, you know, said, okay, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And this is my plan. It all fell into place, right? We found, you know, the house that my girlfriend and I found the house that we like absolutely love. We ended up, you know, getting a Land Rover, which is like a dream car of mine that I never (laughs) thought I would be able to, you know, ever be able to own. And like one of those old school ones that really look like you're in the middle of a safari, which is like something I'd always envisioned as a kid. And, you know, it's, it's so true. Did you get the discovery? Oh yeah. The discovery too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to, I used to have one of those. Sick. The defenders are really cool. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the defenders are, nice. are dope. Yeah, oh, are I really cool. like the uh, you know off topic, but I really there's this uh, Instagram page called Island Rovers, and they they rebuild these like old like super old school defenders from like the 80s and oh really? Uh, that's that's my new intention. I'm like, okay, fuck it, I gotta I'm get to that down. Yeah, Island Rovers. I'll send it to you. I'll send yeah, you the we'll page. Send yeah, okay. I'll send you the page after. And I, okay. I I said that my new intention like that's my fucking that's my next goal. Like once I get my yeah. business to where I. I want to go like i'm fucking treating myself with one of those bad boys 
And uh, absolutely, absolutely. And congratulations, thank because you. you know what? They say that moving, death, and divorce are the three like biggest stressors that you can go through. Yeah, I also got divorced, so that helped that out a lot true. too. Oh, yeah. did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. got, yeah. So that was, thank God, blessing in disguise, but. <laughs> Yeah, blessing in disguise or or blessing. They're always the same, right? It's always a blessing. And then mm-hmm. the same thing goes like when you want something, like it's just like go, go out, out there and, and make it. it happen. Like go out there and just do it. Put yourself there. Like I feel like as pe- like humans, right? We f- backs against the wall. We'll figure it out. Like we'll yes. figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. You know, right. put yourself in that situation. Go get it and have have your goal uh, your goal in mind, and then know that you're you gotta be taking action. You might have some you know barriers to go over, but we figure that shit out at the end of the day, and it yeah. actually never ends up being that bad or as bad as what we thought it could have been. And next thing you know, you're surprised or like, man, I actually did this, and I'm actually doing this, and I'm holy crap. It's the same thing goes when like people say like, and don't be wrong, doesn't mean just go out there and sleep with everybody, but when you when I'm saying the the whole thing of like you know, oh my god, like. When like, aren't you freaking out because you didn't plan to have a baby? You know, you you're ba- you just had a baby. You know, and you know, for for me, like my little one wasn't planned. And people were like, "Oh, but how are you going to take care of this? How are you going to like? Are you in the best stable position?" I said, "You figure it out. You figure yeah. it out." And yeah. you know what? I figured it out, and I'm making it happen, no problem. And I think that I love seeing that approach when it comes to a lot of things because I think we hold ourselves back from doing things that we want to because we're scared of like, well this and that and the other thing well just put yourself in the environment and make it happen see what happens right yeah easier said than done anthony i just want to say that because you know what for most of my life i did live in fear and you know we talked about that i write about that in my first book the domino effect fear versus faith and you know it's really we're only in one of two mindsets that's it we're either in a mindset of fear or a mindset of faith Mm -hmm. and faith meaning i can do this i will do this but you know that fear for me was the loudest voice in my head. So I had to find tools and train my brain to, you know, and 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 continually, because you know what? It was etched into me for so long. It depends on how long it's been etched into you, right? You have to change the neural pathways. You have to constantly, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent with your intentions, right? And so you're, you're right. The reason people don't make moves is because they're afraid. They're afraid of the unknown. And for me, it was like, let's say, for example, this move, okay? If I didn't have everything figured out from A to Z, like, okay, I'm, I've leased it for a year. That's a big commitment. So I got two payments on two houses right now with the same income, <laughs> yeah, right? So I, I, that's like, well, how am I gonna do that? I figure, well, I don't know how I'm gonna do that. I'm, I better not do it, right? But instead I'm asking more out of myself. And what's the difference for me in this last year is I've completely surrendered to God in the universe, completely going, I'm in your hands. I know that you brought me to this decision. It feels right. I'm, I, I'm, you know, the one thing that I just got done with this book and it's so good, it's called asking it is given. It's by Esther and Jerry Hicks. I don't know if you are familiar with them, but it's all about the law of attraction. And basically the barometer is if you're feeling good, you're in alignment with yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not feeling good, you're not in alignment with yourself. And those doubts and fears and everything doesn't make you feel good, right? That's not your true nature. Your true nature is powerful beyond belief. So that's why you felt I'm going into, I'm stepping into my empowerment. I'm harnessing my power and, and, and going forward with it. I love that. You know, I love that. And, and, 
and it goes to show like it goes to show like what the power of of ourselves and our self being and our mind can actually do and craft right in our lives in whatever it is that we want or whatever it is we want to get or do. Um, but it's, of, of course, not everybody's the same. And some of us need more tools, more work to be able to access certain things in ourselves to go achieve these certain goals. Um, also goes to saying why you're such a great peak performance coach, right? Helping, I'm sure, helping a lot of your, your individuals to be able to break through certain barriers and give them those tools to be able to access, I'm sure, a higher level, a higher version of themselves to then have that confidence and have that faith in themselves and belief that I can go and do this and live out the life that I've wanted to live or I want to continue living prosper one day or prosper now. So I would definitely love to talk about that a little bit and, and like what are some of the tools that you are like your go-tos when starting to work with somebody who has that lower level thinking or that poor mindset or you know their belief system around like I'm not good enough I don't know if I can do this. Like, what are some of the tools you use starting off with somebody like that? And how do you like get them to start creating that belief for themselves? Well, good question. Um, I dig really deep. Okay. And I, you know, I, I, I can't attribute them opening up to me anything other than I have an innate ability to, for people trusting me. I, my whole life, I've had people go, I've never told anybody that before. You know, I'm not asking, I'm asking the right questions. And that's not by training either, okay? That's not by going to a school or anything like that. It's because I genuinely care, okay? When I see somebody in pain, it reminds me of how much pain I was in my whole life. And that's the reason I'm in this business is because I don't want people to suffer like I did, okay? So I can see things like, immediately almost, but I have to be sure of which direction I'm going to probe in which direction. And it's amazing when people know that you care, you know, they're more willing to open up and it's almost like they're relieved because they get this off their chest. Because think about it, you know, if you've got a fear or shame or a guilt brewing inside of you and you're not telling anybody that, first of all, that's going to cause disease mm -hmm. and everything else. But that is like a huge sack of uh, 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 that you're carrying around with you every single day. What a relief to be able to tell somebody. So that's probably why they're more than willing. In fact, it just happened with a newer client. He said, I've never told anybody this, including my wife. Okay. And it was, it just, it just, the next week I saw him, huge relief. You know, he was open to doing, now he was open to taking instructions for tools to help him to move forward. But if you're holding on to guilt and shame and fear, you'd, there's not an opening to try anything else. Cause it's just like you're, you're grabbing onto it so tightly. Where's the opening? Yeah. You have to relax resistance. to open, to be open to something else. You can't force it down somebody until they've gotten to that point. So that's where I start with them by asking really probing questions and listening and really listening yeah. to what they're yeah. saying. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think, you know, you mentioned it's, it's an innate in sorry, an innate thing that you have. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming, right. And, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming that a lot of that comes from personal experience, right? From the from the things that you've gone through that are have been tumultuous, right? That have been difficult to get through, and 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 you've had across a lot of barriers and and you know mental constructs yourself to get to that point, where then you can look back and go, okay, now I can ask this question to someone, you know, in this specific way, and really open the door for them a lot sooner than I was able to open it for myself, you know. And I think yeah. 
I think what really makes a quality coach, right, especially when you're talking about someone who's trying to, you know, transcend other people to a new uh, you know, new realm in their life is like, you kind of got to go through some of those hardships, oh, yeah. you know, you mm -hmm. really have to be able to, you know, dig deep, get through it. And then, you know, the biggest thing that I think most people, because I, I truly believe everyone can be resilient, right. Can get through a ton of stuff, but it's that ability to circle back and go, okay, what was that that occurred? Right. How did it, how did it start? What, where was that initial pain point that led me down that direction? How did I dig myself out? And now why am I better because of it? Right. The, all of those things, that assessment from those scenarios are, are really, I think what makes or breaks someone from being successful continually as they move through life. Right. Absolutely. And you know, you, you said something that I believe is completely true. You could take, you know, and I used to be like this because I was very insecure, I was very afraid, and I would get certification after diploma, after certification. I had a whole wall, and I'm like, one more, then I'll be good to go. Mm -hmm. One more, then I'll be, you know, it was just my Been insecurity there. not yeah. feeling like I was good enough. And you said something very important. I think the best coaches are the ones that have been, have, have gone through the most yeah. experience. In fact, one of my best friends, lifelong friend, I remember at one point, I don't know, it was probably 10 years ago, I just feel like I was constantly being, I still do. Okay. I, I feel like I'm constantly being slammed with stuff, like more than the average person, I would say. And he said to me, well, you want to be the best life coach you can be. How can you do that without having all these experiences? And once I understood that, I was like, wow, that really makes a lot of sense. So I embrace the, the challenges because I know now that it gets me to the next level, not only for myself, but for my clients, you know, I, I haven't had a client sit in front of me, very few that have sat in front of me. I don't know if any actually that I can't say I can identify with that. I've been, to, I've been through that to a certain extent, you know? So if you haven't been through a lot of experiences, you can empathize with them, but you can't relate to them. So, and, and, and I think that's the one thing with when you're coaching somebody is I think the main thing is everybody needs to be heard. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to be heard. And when you don't feel like you're being heard, that's the biggest pain. And then you feel afraid and then you feel alone. 100%. So, you know, not that that's the way that that's, that's kind of like the domino effect there. And so, you know, if somebody trusts you and they feel like they're being heard, then they can move forward. And um, it's, it's a great, it's very rewarding. There's certain things you brought up in there and, and, and I really liked that you, you did was, you know, chasing that next certification, chasing that next thing to feel like, oh, this is what's going to make me a better coach. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to make me more non knowledgeable. Maybe already having all the resources you have in place and then understanding like it's a lot of it is through the experiences, right? A lot of it is through the experiences that you can do these teachings. And of course, don't get me wrong, through, you've taken workshops, you've learned from other coaches 100%. But there's always that notion, which I, I, I think I brought, I think I said that word on your podcast, the infobesity factor of feeling that you need more information, more certs, more this, more that, another one, in order to be able to provide a service or instill impact into somebody else's life or to be ready to do something when in reality as a, as a coach we've gone through so many experiences was probably why we became coaches ourselves to, to help ourselves first which in turn then through our experiences can help these other individuals who are going through similar experiences and you can show them the way and show them how to get there faster because 
you went through them. And I think that's that's a whole thing that I think a, a lot of coaches need to keep in mind. It's not just about the next cert. It's not about the next this or the next workshop. With all the other, with all the resources that are going, I'm sure you have enough right now at the moment, right? If you're a somewhat experienced coach, to be able to do impact and just understand that you're going to keep learning more by keeping on pushing with your clients, putting yourself out there, sharing your experiences and growing and being focused, right? Being focused on like, let me use what I have right now because what I have is plenty. You know, you, you touched on a lot of things there, right there. Okay, so what I have enough is plenty. First of all, I you know, we have to understand that we are perfect, whole and complete just at how we are right now. We don't need anything else. Just because you have been given life and you've given been given the opportunity to live, you are perfect, whole and complete. You know how like chosen you are? Right. So, so the certifications and, you know, I tell my clients this, I mean, I, I was talking to somebody whose friend was going to get, you know, certified for real estate, take, take her exam. And I said, that's just the beginning. I mean, the real work starts when you start working with clients and, you know, Anthony, you guys must know this. I mean, you know, your first couple podcasts, nobody comes out of the, the, the gate. Like, no, we were trash. We, we were trash. <laughs> we were doing this. Him, him on his house, me on my house, I was literally using, we were doing phone calls and I was using these rinky dinky old beat headphones that I had. And I remember telling him, I was like, bro, I got, at least I got the beats are going to be printed. I was like, we were cracking up. He's like, those? And then we were yeah, like, I was like, oh all right, my let's God. make it happen. Yeah, I was like, all right, I guess we're here. We were like, we'll make it happen. And, and it's so true, but it's just like those experiences is what's leading us to where we're at today. Well, right. And you know, people, they don't want to start because it's not perfect and good for you. You know, you knew you didn't have the right equipment, but starting anywhere is better than not starting oh, at all. Heck yeah. yep. Okay. Because even if you have the perfect equipment, you're still going to suck in the beginning. Sorry. There's a learning curve. Oh, okay? we were so bad. Yeah. <laughs> we were so yeah. bad. You probably were not as bad as you thought you were. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, I remember I interviewed Evan Carmichael and he says he thought his first 300 300 is a lot, big number. It's okay. Interviews suck. Okay. And I'm going, God, maybe you should watch more of mine. <laughs> Cause I don't know about you guys, but I don't watch many of mine. Back I don't watch, now. I don't watch any of mine. Every yeah, now, and, then. <laughs> Every oh, now and then, but not, not really. No, no, I know. I, don't, I let my I girlfriend don't. listen to him and then give me the critique. I'm like, you listen right, and then tell me. I, let other people you know, I, me the- I can't listen to my own voice. Even like hearing it in the headphones, I'm like, oh, take this off. It's funny because <laughs> you, you hear a lot of artists do that too. A lot of artists who produce their own music, sometimes they're like, oh, we don't listen to our own music. Right, exactly, exactly. But, you know, it's just the, the, the best thing you can do is just jump in because, you know what, I wasted so many years tomorrow 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 and like i said this year it was like there's no you know that's the one beauty about getting older is like you start to care less about what anybody else thinks it all becomes you know your time becomes a lot more precious and you know there's no time to waste i'm not in any rush um but you know i just want to i just want to serve as as best as i can and my message keeps getting more defined and i think that's what stopped me too in the beginning was like you know, not having it all figured out. What's my message? What's my niche? What am I doing that anybody else isn't doing? Well, I don't know. Probably nothing. I mean, a lot of people are doing the same stuff we're doing. Okay. We're all, we all have different tongues. We all have different experiences. We share differently, you know, so somebody may identify with me. They may not identify with you, you know, so that's, you know, and and I think that's the trap, the comparison game that a lot of people get trapped behind that too. Don't, I'm telling the audience, please don't get, I mean, that, 
that that stopped me for years and years and years. You know, and people on social when you're not, when, I, when I wasn't even on social, I just got on social and I think I had three followers or something. And you look at these big numbers and it's like, oh my God, that I'm just not even going to try. Cause it's just, it's, you know, it seems like it's insurmountable, but when you take it just one step at a time, and I was never good at that. It was like, I always have to see the, the finish line. There we go back again to the finish line. Right. But I mean, that's why a lot of people don't start. Yeah. yeah. So you know, true. And, and also starts. too, being different is great. Right. Being different yeah, yeah. is great. But I, I think you got to go through those experiences, right? You got, you have to learn that someone else's message isn't your message, right? By, by, you know, maybe trying their message early on. And, and I, I agree with you. I think too many people stop, right? When they realize that that person's message isn't what they're supposed to be doing, you know, instead it's, of, instead of then, you know, pushing through and, and, and fighting through that adversity to, to really hone in and refine what you actually are about and who you want to serve, you know, mm -hmm. and, and people, again, you, you mentioned the finish line. People just want to get there so quickly that they, they try to copy what other people have done to get successful. What other people are doing. Right. Exactly. Thinking, thinking that it happened overnight for them. Like, Oh, if I just do what they did, I'll get to I'll where get they up. are right now. And it's like, now they've been doing it for eight years. Yep. It's like, thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that because I always thought the same thing. It's like, yep. I've never heard yep. them before. Wow. They've got a million followers. Well, just cause I haven't heard them before. Does not mean, you know what I mean? Exactly. I've been doing, I did a, a you know, I did, um, local, um, uh, TV shows where I live in the desert for the last, you know, I had three of them. I mean, so I've been doing this for 10 years. It's not my first time doing a show. You know, this is my first time doing a show through zoom and this particular Avenue and a podcast, but you know, I do have experience. So, um, yeah. And, and so far as your niche, you know, I think that was one of the hardest things for me again, going, where do I, that's taking that first step. Like if you're, you know, we're entrepreneurs. Okay. So this show is about entrepreneurs and, you know, when you're working for corporate America, you're working for a company, you know, your work is handed to you every day or every month, you know, complete this by a certain amount. And, you know, that's, you have your focus, but when you're an entrepreneur, it's like, where do I start? You know, and there are books, Evan Carmichael, I'm going back to him today. Oh, he's a legend. On my mind. Yeah. Great. We just yeah. had him on. We had him on not too long ago. Oh, did you? So yeah. his, his, his book built to serve. Did you guys read that? No, no I, not yet. He told I got us a copy we, of yeah, it. He, he yeah. told us and we got a copy of it, but we haven't we haven't read it yet. We literally you had him on. It. We I had mean, him I, on not too, like, like the other day. Ago, yeah, yeah, like two weeks ago or something like that. He had me like it, yes, in the first three pages. I swear to God, this is one of the best books. If you are looking to find your purpose, it's so well um, designed um, and it's so easy to read. So you guys should all go um, oh, get will. that book if you are trying to find your purpose. And there, there's such a methodology involved that it, it's really really yeah. cool so and, yeah. and i think it's it's become i feel like um for certain people it's become harder or they get shadowed to find their purpose because of so many people they can compare themselves to or try to compare themselves to on social media well, it's easy this, now right because it's it all number back. based it is number based and you it's know? also too it's in your face all the time so you get you get like that notion of like oh my god again i i'm not there but they've been there at this level, like, and I have a similar thing that I want to do. So how, how I'm going to get beat out, you know, instead of looking at us, like, instead of comparing, like, doesn't mean that you can't sit there and look at what other people are doing and learn, most importantly, learn what is the good, what is the bad? How can I use certain things that make sense that work for me 
and then use them to my, to use them to be able to uh, get the results I'm looking for, but not compare, right? Because I always like to say, don't compare your, your chapter one to their chapter 20 because you never know what they went oh, through. Oh, I like that. You yeah. never know what they went through, you know, at their chapter one, you know? So yeah. you're starting and they're over here. They had to put in work to get where they're at. And you're not seeing yeah. that, you know, and you're not yeah. seeing that. So just take the good of what they're doing and learn from that and then learn how to put into your own twist. But don't sit there and compare and say, why don't I, why don't I have that? Why am I not there? You know, because you're only going to hold yourself back more. And then it's going to hold you back from understanding your true purpose. So like, what is my purpose? Because you're getting clouded by yes. seeing all these you're people. You're getting clouded by the yourself. comparison. I, yes, you are. You. I, that's why I'm saying it's like that, that loop. Exactly. And that, then you're it's like wheel. It's the loop, you know, and, oh, I think I can do it. Then you start comparing then this, and then, and then it gets back to, and it's like, forget it. I'm not going to do it. And you've just, you just, you know, you can talk yourself in or out of anything, but you have to be aware of your thoughts and those self-limiting thoughts are just thoughts. I mean, so there's another great book that I just got done reading, which is, it's a really cool story because I have this client that's been in my schedule for three years now. And my first call with her, she's like, I think I'm having post-traumatic stress disorder over this deal. I'm getting out of real estate. She was representing both sides. And she was just really taking in all the energy of the deal. Like, I cannot deal with this, okay? So we started, you know, she started learning through me about, you know, the law of attraction, the laws of the universe, okay? Whether you believe in them or not, she really, really took it and ran with it. So um, she, at this point, honestly, is not even prospecting. The, they every it's just coming to her she's already hit her yearly goal and we're not even halfway through the year love it i love okay. it she and i said what do you attribute she goes well the best book you know that i've read recently it's called ask and it's forgiven ask and it is given and i just completed this book and i recommend this to everybody it really really teaches you about the law of attraction it gives you exercises so for example i'll give you an example um I've been having gut issues and I, um, the doctor is trying to figure out what's wrong. So I'm on this really restrictive diet right now. It's not a lot of fun. And, um, so, uh, I was thinking, God, I just moved, you know, I, I go, I go, I go. And then I hit these walls, you know, sometimes. And so I was like, N now what? Now I got to figure out this diet and I'm getting brain fatigue and this net. And, this and, that. and, and normally I'd go down the rabbit hole for maybe half a day a day right? And feel sorry for myself. But I immediately, because of this book, picked up the exercises. And you know, what they're, what they talk about is your emotional scale of well-being. Okay. One being joy, 22. I think the last, I don't know if it's shame is the worst, but it, it goes from one to 22. So when you start feeling that first, the first step is to become aware of it. Right. But then I recognize right away, how is this making me feel by thinking these thoughts or talking out loud about this? It's I'm starting to feel my energy frequency going down, right? So it says, start replacing them. Well, what good can come out of this? So I tried it. This is the first time I've ever tried it, right? Well, after a year and a half of trying to figure out what's going on, I might actually find out what's going on. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to feel proud of myself for sticking to this for a week. You know what I mean? I hold, and, and it was on and on. All of a sudden, I felt good again. I mean, I like, I did the loop, but I came out the other side in a great position. Yeah. It's, and it, you know, it's crazy how, uh, how the mind really can play tricks on us or, or send us down the right path. Right. It's like you mentioned limiting beliefs before so many people tell themselves that they can't do something before they even try it. 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or before they even take themselves down. And even if it doesn't work, right, at least you know, okay, that's a that's another thing that I don't need to do, yeah. right? That's a that's a that's a way that's not gonna work for me, right? So when you can shift these uh, limiting beliefs into, you know, I like to call them liberating truths, right? Things that set you free and get you motivated and get you inspired to actually take on whatever action you need to uh, encounter and, and go through, you know, it, it completely sets you down a, a totally different trajectory than you would have ever thought about if you, you know, continued down the path of telling yourself that you're not good enough sure, for whatever sure. you're trying to accomplish, right? Or, or you're never going to figure it out. Well, not if you continue to tell yourself that the only answer is to do nothing, right? Yes, yes. Well, you know what? Here's the, here's the deal too, because sometimes when I complain, it's because I'm stuck in between actually just taking the time that I need to rest. Cause that's usually what it is when I hit a wall, I'm like, go, 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 go. And then, you know, and, and then I feel guilty a little bit about resting. So I'd rather just complain to somebody about it when, you know, and I realized that today, cause I was talking to my brother, I'm like, I'm tired. Hmm. And I, as I said that I went, you know what, Tina, stop, don't complain. Cause that's worse. Just do what you need to do. If you need to take some time off and take a rest or take an, I can't take naps, but you, you see what I'm saying. That's better than complaining. Mm-hmm. That's better for your emotions. You 100%. see what I'm saying? You're honoring yourself by doing what you know, because we all know what we really need to do. Don't yes. we? Whether it's moving forward or taking a rest, we all, you know, we have our all knowing self inside of us. We yep. don't need to ask anybody else. We don't need to validate ourselves through anybody else because we have the answers inside of us. So that that awareness is really refreshing to me because, you know, this is like it's really coming to the surface. It was something that I knew in my head before, but now it's like really right up here. It's not something that I have to like download from my brain. It's kind of getting into a cellular level, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. And also to like when you keep telling yourself, like, for example, I'm tired and you say again throughout the day, I'm tired, I'm tired. You make yourself more tired. tired. Right. Yeah. What it really is when in reality, like, like you said, Hey, sh- okay. You know, you're tired. Let's go do something about it. Right. Or let's, yes. let's change the way I'm approaching my day. Or if I need to chill out for a sec, let me chill out for a sec. But if you keep repeating the same thing goes when you keep your, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck. Well, then you do suck. Right? Yeah, you exactly. are going to suck. <laughs> you're going to fucking yeah, suck. You are going to be saying. Right? You're manifesting that into your life, you know, and then you're allowing that to overcome who you are. And then, you see it in your tasks and you see it in your productivity and you see it in spill over into your, into your relationships and yep. your environment, the people around you when all you can do is just, Hey, let me take a step back. I know I'm tired or you might feel like you suck at the moment, but take a step back. Okay. Why am I feeling like this? Like what's going on? What mm-hmm. do I need to do? All right. So that way this doesn't continue. And like you said, fall down in a rabbit hole and then let it ruin your day and let it ruin the next day. And next, you know, your week gets ruined and it's like, oh shit, how do I get myself out of this? When all you could do is just That's create that just level of awareness. It, yeah, flip that, the switch. The, the, the longer you stay into it, in it, the harder it is to get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you do something, the easier it is to do. So if you complain, the easier it is to complain. The more that you just keep moving forward, the easier it is to be consistent with that, you know? And another thing, you know, as you were saying about your brain and Dr. Amen just wrote a book that's on my list to listen to, and I don't listen to it yet, but I love the name of it. And you'll understand why I'm saying it's, it's called your brain is always listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whatever you tell yourself, you're absolutely right. And when my son was little and he'd say, I can't, I'd say, 
well, I'm not going to argue if you say you can't, then you can't. And, you know, he catches me sometimes when I say that. <laughs> it's okay when I say it, but anyways. But it's so true because, you know, you know, your brain is always listening and it's, it's you know, it's, it's the biggest tool that you have. So if you keep telling it, it doesn't have... It doesn't have a decision-making tool inside of your brain. It's an order taker. So whatever you say, it so takes so that true. as the truth, and that's what you want. Yep. It can be. It, so be, it, it can be your most positive weapon, or it could be your most biggest enemy. Well, your it's brain. a absolutely. Your, absolutely. your brain is is you know the most complicated defense mechanism known to mankind, right? It's your the whole job of the brain is to keep your body alive, comfortable and comfortable. right? Keep it alive, and part of that is keeping it comfortable, right? Yep. If you're comfortable, you know, again, our our brain and, and, and how we evolved didn't didn't adjust the way that society adjusted over the past, you know, three, 500 years, right? Our, our brain and body still think that we're hunting sa- saber-toothed tigers and, and woolly mammoths and, and, you know, chilling under trees the rest of the time, right? So when it thinks that you're in a stressful situation, it's like, fuck. I'm going to be killed or I got to kill yeah. something. Yep. Right. And yeah. when it's in a relaxed state, it's thinking, okay, I can be much more comfortable. It doesn't understand that. Like you have a zoom call and then you got to go pick up your kid and go to the grocery store. Yep. You know? So if you can take a step back from all of that and realize like, I'm in control of the way that my body reacts to things, the way that my brain reacts to things, as long as I'm, you know, and, and you continue to bring this up is the awareness yes behind your actions and behind the environment yep. that you're putting yourself in that really dictates your actions, yep. right? You're going to be in much greater control over the, over the emotion that comes along with that environment and those actions. And that's the thing. Most of the times we allow those, the brain, when it takes over like that in, 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 in a non-productive way, it, what happens is it, is that then it, it tricks you and it, and it takes over you and, and also with your emotions, your feelings, and then you start doing making decisions that don't align with your morals, your values, and your vision. And then mm-hmm. you go to wonder later, like, oh, my God, like, why why did I do that? Or like, oh, my God, I should have not done that. Or like, man, I should have done that. You know, so when you can allow yourself to take a moment to step back and create awareness does and ask yourself, okay, what am I, what I'm about to do or how, how I'm about to react? Does this align with my morals? Does this align with my values and my vision? And right there, mm-hmm. it's an easier way to flip that switch and make that decision. Well, it doesn't, then you know what? I probably shouldn't do it. And it's e- like, I said, it's easier said than done, but the more awareness you create around it, the more yes. you're going to put practice into it. And the more you catch yourself faster and you're like, let me, let me just stand up for a second. Let me go. Let me just go stand over there. I need to remove myself from this environment. I need to just think, so I can rationalize what I'm going to do next. Absolutely, and that's what I say it. I say it just a little bit differently. Um, I just say, "Is this moving me um, towards the life I want or further away?" But a- absolutely, awareness is the first key. And once you do start becoming aware, you know, when you start catching yourself, it's going to be harder to continue that pattern that you know is not going to lead you towards a good place mm-hmm. because you know now you know. I mean, if you know what's that saying? If you knew. Uh, if you knew then to do better, you would have done better, right? So now that you have the awareness, you know, and you still make that choice, we, we may still make that choice from time to time. Let's be honest, sure. we're human beings. We're never going to be perfect. But, um, and there's another thing that, that you were doing. You, you, I know this is a podcast and you were saying when your mind goes racing and, you know, your thoughts and your emotions, that, you know, that that's the way it goes. Your thoughts, emotions, your emotions can condi- uh, um, um dictate your behavior your behavior becomes a habit your habit becomes your life right but the one thing you do when your mind starts to go crazy like that is to breathe 
Yes. Is to breathe. And, you know, I just learned that actually in the last couple of months, because, you know, we've all heard about meditation. Everyone's like, yeah, sure, meditation. But what it does, you slow down your breathing, you have to uh, slow down your central nervous system. Mm-hmm. You know, when your ner- nervous system is like up, uh, jacked up, if you calm down your breathing, it has no choice except to calm down. Do you follow Wim Hof at all? You know, you know about Wim, Wim Hof? Hof? No. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to open up. Okay. After this podcast, I'm going to send you some stuff. I'm going to open your mind to a whole new world on the Ooh, way I that love it. you can control your body using your breath. I mean, this guy legend. is legend. a legend when it, I mean like, so he'll take people just for, well, for you it. took one of his workshops. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Wim Hof certified. So for people who are listening for yourself, I'll kind of explain it. Right. Uh, Wim Hof, uh, created this method of, of, you know, it's really a trifecta, a triangle of mindset, breathing techniques. And then he, he uses that to challenge yourself through cold exposure, right? So you, ice baths, you know, is what he really does. And, uh, he, I, I do the shower after okay. every shower, I turn it on freezing cold for like two minutes. Okay, great. Same idea, right? Yeah, same idea. So I'm not doing an ice bath. <laughs> yeah. So, so he created a way in which you can use your breath to actually internalize uh, and create body heat, right? To keep yourself warm through the power of your mindset and breath, it's right? Insane. So like you're actually in much more control and can handle much more stress than, than you ever could think of, right? Like, wow. and, and just to take it to the even far, to the, to the most extreme, right? As you kind of move through WIMS courses and you start to continue down, uh, you know, the path of, of getting fully certified through him, one of the last stages is he brings you to Poland and you have to hike up this, this, you know, mountain and it's sleeting snow. And it's, I mean, you can barely see in front of you and you're doing it in boots and in shorts, That's no t-shirts. Say that. I knew you were going to mm-hmm. say shorts. Yeah. And you, and you have to be able to use your breath and control your mindset in order to be able to, you know, empower yourself to get through something that, you know, most people would find absolutely impossible. So I'll, I'll send you a bunch of stuff. Did you do that? Uh, I haven't, I haven't uh, taken the full, you know, I haven't done the full gamut, but I, I'm, I'm getting a, a lot of pressure from some All right, of my so, friends. So Josh, next time you're at your house, you're at my house and you're complaining about how cold it is in it's my house. It's freezing in your I house. Just- <laughs> it's freezing in your oh. house. Doesn't mean I, doesn't mean I can't do it for certain bouts, but when I'm trying to <laughs> chill, I'd like it to be nice and toasty, you know? <laughs> it's it, you know, it's the same guy, same concept as uh, Tony Robbins has people walk on, on fire, fire. Yep. Or, or glass or fire or both, whatever. Mm. Yeah. That, that I've never, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. There's a, I'll, and you know, he, uh, Wim has a, a vice did a documentary on him and it's incredible. Yeah, it they, they like walk you through the entire process of like how he became, you know, who, who Wim is today and, and all the ways that he was able to kind of, you know, prove to people that, you know, what his method does is actually possible for, you know, the general population. It's yeah. incredible. Wow. Cool. Yeah, That's it, fantastic. It's, it's, yeah, please send me that. Yeah, material. I will. We'll yeah, definitely I will. will. And, and one thing I want to I want to bring up, because I know you've mentioned a few times different books, and we were mentioning resources. Like, I want to talk a little bit about you being an author, right? And then mm-hmm. kind of like what it is that you spoke about in your book and what is your how is your book creating impact in other people's lives? And what are, what are the key main focuses or, or takeaways from that book? Okay, so my well, I've written two books. The first book is called The Domino Effect, Fear Versus Faith. And, you know, I think this is kind of good to throw in here. It took me eight years to write the book because I was in such a fear-based mindset. Every time I'd write, start to write, it'd be like, you know, that, that, that part of my mind would say, who are you to write a book? You know, you don't have a degree in writing. You didn't even graduate college. And I put it down. 
then there was a little voice inside of me that kept saying, but you've got something to say. And I kind of went, I swear to God, it went back and forth for eight years. I, I, I look back on that now and go, I can't even believe I did that. So the book is called um, The Domino Effect, Fear Versus Faith. Um, I started kind of getting a handle on a direction in my life when I was about 35, when I discovered metaphysics. And um, so that's like the cause and effect, your, your, you know, your thoughts are things and everything that we're talking about right now. So um, I started applying them and they started working in my life. And when I was writing this book, I actually thought I was journaling. But then when I had enough material, I said, well, maybe this could help people. So I really sh I shared a lot of my own personal stories. That's kind of been a theme. I didn't realize I was like creating a niche, but, you know, transparent with Tina, I, I share I share my personal life. You know, I don't you don't see my Instagram showing somebody I'm dating or things like that. But I'm more than willing to share my stories because I know that that will help people. So um, I share a lot of my stories. And the, the first part of the book um, talks about how we're not born in a, in a mindset of fear. Okay. That is something that we adopted. And that's something that we've been conditioned to believe. Because when we come here from God, source, whatever you want to call it, we have the same attributes of our creator, which are joy, love, peace, you know, powerfulness, able to, to, to create anything. And it's not until we start, look at any child. I say this all mm -hmm. the time. Look mm -hmm. at any child, ask them what they want to do. They don't hesitate. I want to be a fireman. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a doctor. Okay. They don't hesitate. They're running around. They are secure with who they are. They know that they're perfect, whole and complete. You start getting older. Okay. Whether it's primary caretakers, authoritarian figures, just society in general starts squashing your dreams. You can't do that. That doesn't pay any money. You know, and all of a sudden the doubt starts and the more that you get, the older you get, and then you get around people that have not realized their dream. Okay. And that's why I share my book too. be careful. I call them dream smashers because you don't want to be around people that has not realized their own dream because you know what, they're going to be the first people to put you down because it's just a knee jerk reaction for them to do. So I, I talk about this and how this all, you know, our natural state is to be creating at all times. And the second part of the book offers nine principles of how to obtain and sustain a mindset of faith so you can achieve your goals. Love it. Love yeah, it. I'm about to go. Know that. They're on Audible, Amazon. Where can people pick those up at? They're not on Audible. I have not had the time to do it, and I really want it to be in my voice, but yes. they are on Amazon. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for yes. saying that. I It irks he, me. Eric, he hates it when it's not Oh, it bothers me. Voice. Oh, it bothers when it's not your so own much. voice? It bothers yes. me. I know. It's not the same deliverance, right? It's, you don't get it's that not. same feeling. Come on. We want Tina's voice. I know. We right, want transparent exactly. Tina. I love when you said yes. that transparent Tina. That was great. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Well, you know, yeah. to, to wrap things up, uh, you know, I really, I, I learned so, I mean, you know, this is kind of what we do for, for a living and even, you know, talking to you, I, I love this because, you know, you get little tidbits that you can 100%. then go and, and share with your own clientele. And I appreciate you, yeah. Tina, coming on and, and sharing your expertise and sharing a little bit about, you know, your own struggles. I think all of that is so important for people to understand. Yeah. You know, even though we might be in this, you know, social media realm and and you know we might have more followers than other people and whatever we're still humans we're right humans. and we still struggle and we go through our yes. own you know mental and physical uh anguish that we need to overcome so i, I really yes. do appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing your story and and being Thank able to you. you know shine that light for other people to to and, use and also to how you lead others through your experiences right um and i think that's the most important thing like you think you look back when you hear stories from your grandparents and how they lead you and they tell you stories and they lead you through their experiences. And I think that that's why in every, every way, shape or form, 
the experiences is what can lead others to succeed in many other areas of their lives. And I and I love how you know you're coaching uh, individuals and leading them through your experiences um, in that transparency yeah. of Tina, which I absolutely love. Thank you, thank you both. It's been such a pleasure. Really, I love. I could talk to you guys all day long. Oh heck yeah! yeah. Well, oh, we yeah, definitely sure. will have you here live when you're in Miami. I know if you ever come, yeah. let, let me oh, know. Oh, fantastic! Sure. Actually, I might be going to Miami. So, all right, let uh, us know. Don't be you, careful. You, you, know. might, you might be tempted to get your next home over here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Right. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, if this is, I've got this for a year, so we'll see. There we go. When's the best? When's the best time to go? Probably not summer. No, no winter. Winter, winter probably, time. probably you know, starting like after even, January. Even, yeah, but even like November, it starts I, cooling I down a little bit. I still think it's kind of hot in November. It is, but I'm like, saying like it's not. I'm saying like starting point. You can kind of go yeah. In November. J, J, after New Year's, yeah. I, I feel like it's the best time. You know. Okay. Uh, hey, how how can people uh, how can people reach out to you? Working, you know, what's your pot? You know, I think you mentioned your podcast. Mention it one My more time. My podcast, is, yeah, transparent. If they want to reach out to me, you can always DM me on Instagram. It's Tina period Marks M A R X, or you can email me at Tina Marks. Remember, it's with an X M A R X. TV is in television at gmail.com. Awesome, oh. and Tina, once again, thank yeah. you so much. And the way we like thank to always end the pod. Um, what is the biggest piece of advice you can leave off to all our listeners today in one single sentence? Don't resist. Surrender to what is. Boom. That's a killer that. right there. Love that. Thank you again, Tina. We appreciate it so much for you coming on the podcast. Thank you, guys. If you guys love that episode, make sure you guys check out Tina Marks at tina.marks on instagram make sure you check out her podcast transparent with tina she's a peak performance coach if you guys are trying to level up and really take not only your life but your business to a whole new world make sure you guys reach out to her she's phenomenal obviously we learned a ton and if you guys love what we got going on with the podcast make sure you guys subscribe wherever podcasts are heard if you want to watch us on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit the notification bell so you can stay up to date with all the latest episodes we appreciate you guys we love you guys until next time boom